good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, whenever you guys are listening. Thank you all for coming back. I just wanted to wish you all a happy New Year's. This is our first official episode of 2023. As you guys may know, this episode is the beginning of season two. Season two is um, officially going to be launched on YouTube with visuals, um, and then hopefully we'll be able to, you know, chop some video up, put it all over our socials, and maybe catch some uh, viral moments this year. Who knows? But just wanted to say thank you all for coming back. It's been great. Um, this is actually episode 69. Um, I'm going to continue the numbers just as normal, but it's the, it's the kickoff of season two. So it's season two, episode one, which will include visuals, but technically, you know what it really is. It's episode 69. I am your host, Herb. Thank you all for coming back. I hope you enjoy this episode. It's going to be plugged in here in just a second. But before we get to that, here's a quick ad for my new updated website and merch lines. If you guys want to support, feel free to hit the shop and uh, yeah, cop something that you like. Till then, thank you all for coming back. I am Herb and here's the episode. Hello listeners, I got a special announcement to make. There has been a update to the Just Joking Art website. That's right, that's Just Joking Art, just the way it sounds. Visit that right now, it's a complete uh, interactive portfolio of all my different artistic endeavors. Have fun trying to find my logo and everything in there. It might even be in the videos, I'm not sure, maybe. But yeah, check that out, justjokingart.com. Also, I got some brand new merch out. Right now, my first collaboration with uh, Just Joking Art, HNS, and Dream AI. So check that stuff out. You might find something you like. There will be new updates, potentially daily or weekly. So yeah, just check it out. Thank you guys for tuning in. That's a little post ad, I had to plug myself. And if you're wondering what those sounds are, watched out, luck. I'll let it ride out for a little bit. visual as well up until now we had i think 67 episodes which was almost only audio yeah um we had the first couple episodes had some visuals recorded with them they were just never released so if you guys ever see that and you know it's some uh exclusive content so feel lucky but this is the official um hns podcast debut with visuals 
uh, that everybody's gonna see. So, welcome back to the people who have been with us since the audio journey. Cheers to that. Cheers to the new changes and what this new year is gonna bring. This is officially episode one of season two of the H&S podcast. Yeah, man, that's that's amazing. Season two, that's uh, we did it, man. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a hard you, man. I definitely love joining in. But you that's, know what? That's that's that's, that's, that's you take that. I'll, I'll take it. I'll, yeah. take it. I'll, I'll yeah. take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll run with it. Absolutely. But you guys definitely helped out. You guys were a consistent um, yeah, yeah. crop of fucking gas and stuff, and it helped me kind of keep the ball rolling. So I really appreciate it. Of course. But this year, we got a bunch of big plans. I want to give a big shout out to, if I could add this the way I want to add it, all right? So right here, I guess I have a point right here. Oh, yeah. Look right here. Shout out to Vanya Soto and shout out to MAS, which is her organization that provides art spaces for. Latin American communities and underprivileged communities to just come and you know do your art, and uh, that's actually the home to our uh, podcast space as of now. So, shout out to Vanya, shout out to Moss organization, and um, shout out to everybody who's going to be joining us here during our stints at the Moss location. I'm looking forward to it. Man. Absolutely amazing people in the city doing amazing things. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Now, when it comes to news, because I know that's why you guys come to the Urban Society podcast, um, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I don't know, man. I've been kind of caught up with this. This is a big deal. You know, we moved in. We're kind of, kind of, you know, get, getting settled in. It's uh, it's gonna take some time to really get back in the groove of things. But some of the um, interesting podcasts that I've been listening to recently have just been giving us stark news. I don't even necessarily want to go there on episode one. <laughs> a little too dark. I'll save that for episode two for you guys. Probably. Yeah. But um. Yeah, man. Let me know how you guys have been feeling. Now that there's actually visuals, I'm hoping that these podcasts land on YouTube. So now that we are on YouTube, um, you know the deal. You know what YouTubers say. Subscribe. Hit that bell. So hit that bell. <laughs> hit that bell. Subscribe. Well, Leave some comments below. Let us know. Alongside that, yeah. Man, people are looking for the streams too, man. People absolutely. are looking to hop on and chill with us for a few hours. That's going to be fun. That's yeah, be fun. absolutely. So. we got a Twitch page, so we're hoping to start doing some more of that for sure. Especially around album releases. We're going to be tuning in, doing some album releases. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we can add them you know, live as they're coming out. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about the, the center that's letting us use the space is, you know, uh, they have a, a community space so we can throw these uh exactly it's an event space so we can even have you know album listening parties absolutely so absolutely. and if you guys are musicians who want to have an album listening session you know like a album listening party you guys want to uh, release it here in the kansas city metro area hit us up man we'll be happy to host you guys you know we'll give you a podcast interview before and then later that night we'll host your event yeah who knows who knows what can happen you know it's hit the line though hit the line hit the line hit dm us Check out the website. I've done a lot of crazy updates to the website. I hope you guys like that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah. Insane. You know, Insane. I've been trying to do something. You know, I just I just want the marketing to be on point. Which shout out to what uh, ET Rugs on Instagram for this amazing H and S rug right here. If you guys are wondering, yo, what's that? It's not a neon light yet. That's the goal. We want to have neon lights, but for now, we hung up yeah. my boys' rug up here. So shout out ET Rugs. Yeah, he did a great job. And if you guys remember Mickey, who was a guest on an episode earlier last season, um, he's actually who got me in contact with E.T. Rose. So, nice. Nice. yeah, with that well, being said, you know, if there's anybody in town that has a bunch of cool crafty ideas, you know, you do signage, you do uh, neon lights, you do whatever you do. Support, hit us up. We, we love support. Yeah, we love support you guys. Absolutely, man. Now, with that being said, we are months away, months away from... Cannabis going right. Yeah. And if yeah. you guys can read, the first word up here is herb. <laughs> herb. And um, 
We kind of like it. We kind of we kind of dig it. I partake. I partake. You know, I partake sometimes. I, uh, yeah, it's it's really amazing the strides that Missouri has mm-hmm. made in uh, in this field. Um, lots lots mm-hmm. to go, mm-hmm. but it's it's really amazing that people spoke out and said, "No, it's bullshit. Let's let's go ahead and we just need get access enough. to this." Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to just see the benefit towards society because I know. You know, um, the taxes have the potential to give back not only to the education system, but also to just all to fund all these projects that we have going on for the mm-hmm. city. You know, we got like the streetcar was about to expand. We have all these different venues, you know, for our, uh, was it our baseball team, yeah, our football team. Stadiums, there's, there's, and, you know, the fun part about, you know, more than just the fact that it can bring more money into the state via taxes and X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. I mean, we're looking at private and or potentially public consumption labs. Absolutely. I mean, areas for That's new, be huge. new businesses to thrive That's and, and really uh, shoot for a trajectory of those demographics. So people like us, you and me, that would love to go and watch a show and not really have to worry about the fact that we have a joint on us. Absolutely. You know what I mean? so, so being able big, to light up. Yeah. With big, permission. <laughs> big ups on Missouri. Lots to go there and. Um, there's a lot of amazing people out there working in the industry. Just shout out to everybody that's doing that. Shout out to uh, NORML, uh, Normal, the Normal team. Mm-hmm. I know they've been pushing Absolutely. forever. I've been a fan of theirs since my early teens and just seeing how slowly but surely all these states are starting to make the right decision and their major um, major component major component to that. You know, I, I really appreciate it, endorse it, and advocate for people to just, you know, do, you, do the research, get smart, and know that there's not just, uh, it's not just the nasty stigma that it has mm-hmm. towards it, you know, there's so much more that this plant has to offer. Absolutely. And don't just think that we're a bunch of stoners for the urban society. No, we're here to also kind of teach you guys along the way, and also to learn. So if you guys are in the industry, if you guys happen to know, you know, if you guys have been cultivators, you guys have been um, growers, etc. Extractors. Come, extractors, come on to the podcast and let us know what you guys know, you know, have a conversation with us, and, um, Spread some knowledge. Yeah, we spread some knowledge. Education is key, and you know this is the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're that's what we are, man. That's where edu- well, we're we are not educators. Mm-hmm. So let me re- just check that back. However, I am hosting people who are educators. They're that we are a forum for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are just like fanatics. Them. We're just um, like you said. We're just a forum for conversation. You know. Yes. We're here to inspire thought, inspire conversation. With entertainment and curiosity, that's it. But we're not here to, you know, we're, we're not saying that we're experts in anything that we're no. kind of spitting on here. No. Unless it comes to just, you know, being chill-ass people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but anything else, you know, we're literally just speaking <laughs> from a place of curiosity and interest. And uh, you guys shouldn't take everything 100%, you know. Oh, take every word I say with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But with that being said, man, um, shit. The biggest thing that has happened since the last episode you guys saw was uh, or heard um, is it's a new year. It's a new year. It's a new year, man. We're in twenty twenty three. How do you feel about that? I feel it's crazy to think we're in the twenty twenties. 
I There's a lot of things that I've heard that X came Man. out Y years ago, and, and that's and I'm not even old, and that's mm. been dating me. But wait, the um, what? Or like X, like, oh, okay, or like yeah, yeah, something yeah, like this came, came out 20 years ago, however long ago. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I watched Dude. James and the Giant Peach with my with my girlfriend the other mm. night, and I'm like, I remember watching that when I was six years old. I'm like, Ooh. oh, that's gonna be 20 years ago here soon. Yeah, like that's and I know again, I'm not even old, but that's so crazy to, to I mean, think about. We kicked off. Well, actually, no. We kicked off version one, which you guys didn't see, which was an outtake. We kicked off the podcast listening to classic rock radio station. It's crazy to think that some of the music that we grew up really fucking digging is now considered classic rock. Just due to the age difference. Huh? Well, the age so Nirvana's been out for, what, 30 years now? Oh, it's 30 uh, years. More. 30 plus. It's, it's, yeah, and it's nuts because it's... I mean, you hear that, you're, you're hearing Pearl Jam and, and yeah. Sky Temple Pilots, and, but it makes sense. Like, you, your, your initial reaction is going to be like, what the fuck? Like, clearly not, you're wrong. Can you imagine but, when you get to the point where, like, you know, uh... Casey Elephant? No, no, well, not necessarily. Like, I want to win the box. Yeah, not necessarily, like, rock music, but when, like, um, you know, just 808 and, and stuff like that used in hip-hop beats and stuff is considered a retro sound. You know, yeah, I can see that. Like, listen to old hip hop, right? Like, boom, dad, boom, boom, dad, get the cat in the hat. And right. you're like, Ooh, that's so dated. And it's like, when is it going to get to the point where we listen to music nowadays? It's going to sound dated. I mean, I, I think you're already getting there. Though, yeah, like I was thinking certain sounds. What, what were we hearing in the bar earlier? Yeah. I'm not saying oh, that, like 50 Cent or something like that is dated. That's true. That, that shit lasts. Like mm-hmm. that is timeless. But, but, it's but I mean, I like the shit that they played at my middle school dance. Is not some shit that you're gonna hear on the radio. Yeah, no, that's true. Like, and it's it's just, a, or if you do, it's a throwback, mm-hmm. and it's it's. it's I so it's really interesting because, yeah, and I, I say this like that, some fifty cent, right? And I say this as somebody that's really uh, afflicted by mm-hmm. it, but there's a very odd trend or epidemic, if you will, of uh, nostalgia and people. It's almost like a dopamine or an adrenaline junkie, but it's it's that with nostalgia. People, Dude. even for and even and for especially for things that they may have not even experienced. Well, I was about at to say time. I was about to say, who the fuck are you telling, bro? I just came upon this website that's called My Nineties TV. Oh, I know exactly. What you're yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. And then on it, it's like my eighties TV, my seventies yeah, TV, yeah. my two thousands TV, and it includes all the ads. It includes the, the commercials. Yeah, it includes absolutely. the fucking. And it's a, it's a weird thing where like you can get the fix that you have for what, when you were a kid, but even more so. Have you spent time on it? Oh yeah, absolutely. I sat there. And I I would have that shit on for background noise whenever I was working or something. And I and it uh, felt like a throwback when you were a kid. It depends on what it is because yeah, it's like again, I'm a, I'm I'm a youngin, so <laughs> for me like I, it was and but again, it was one of those things where it's a nostalgia for a thing even truly at that authentic time period. For example, like. Yeah, I grew up on like the, the WB Saturday morning cartoon shit. I grew up on on like Disney Channel and Cartoon Network, but like in Cubo when we didn't have cable, you know, been there, done that. But like growing up though, yeah. we had Ren and Stimpy on DVD mm-hmm. the whole volume, and I grew up on watching Ren and Stimpy. I didn't grow up watching Ren and Stimpy when it was on TV, maybe reruns at Nick at Night. Mm-hmm. But so it's a weird thing of like. And then same thing, like, one of my major hobbies. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's vintage computers and technology. For time periods that I wasn't, you know, I own a computer that I'm fascinated with that came out the year I was born. Like, I wouldn't even have oh, a yeah, chance you wouldn't, to you fuck it. So, but, like, for some reason, that sense of nostalgia, mm-hmm. even though it's a little but bit foreign, it. it's, it's even more, uh, it makes me want it even more. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel about, like, vaporwave music and stuff. Like, for some reason, it sounds like 80s, and I'm like, I didn't grow up with 80s sounds. 
So like, right. why does this sound nostalgic to me? Well, and I think that a lot of that's to the fact that it's it's being and like this isn't supposed to be like some communist, but but it's being capitalized on, and like and that's just it's because true. it's a trend, and, and that's okay. Like I mean, it's just part of it. I mean, there's things that I I found retro design shit that I like because it fit a a retro nostalgic. Well, oh, retro clothes. I mean, like and, and even not even like retro style in the mm. style, but like I I don't know. It's it's really just interesting to see people attach themselves to a sense of a, any sense of nostalgia and like mm. especially for the time periods that they I, I think it's FOMO I think it's a really complex case of FOMO you know and I, I just it's it's a really intriguing thing when you step step back and kind of start to take a look at it FOMO I mean I look I'm one of the biggest feelers of FOMO ever dude I've I just, I'll be scrolling on my social media and I'm just like, damn, I need to get out the house more. Like, I would spend way too much time locked in. And um, to think that other people are feeling FOMO for shit that they never even experienced, totally believable. Because it just seems more like the more unattainable, more fun, more... Well, yeah, the more just, unattainable it is, the more you want it. Like, yeah. times, the, the, the old times are always simpler. People think that. And it's true, in a sense... They were, but they were harder for different reasons. And it's just, you have to put things like that into perspective. Like, the grass is always greener. Like, times were simpler. But try going back. I, I, it's just, there were so many things that people don't take into account. Because, again, nostalgia is about the positive parts mm -hmm. of, of the time period that you're yearning for. Well, a couple days ago, shout out Larry Furlow. I was talking about my brother Larry Furlow. And he was telling me how he stumbled upon two albums that he hasn't heard since way back then and it was giving them heavy nostalgia and one of those records is a pre-things uh album uh i forget what it's called but um pre-things album that has can't stop on her and then smile empty souls debut album their eponymous album uh, you know their yeah. eponymous their self-titled album yeah um smile empty soul and he was having nostalgia for it and the reason that we were listening to those records the reason that we attach ourselves to those records and have nostalgia to it because we're actually using them as our escape for traumatic times. Well, yeah, you know, so makes sense. I mean, I mean, again, it goes back to, and that, that there could be a number, but that's it, especially I'm sure a prevalent one is is attaching yourself to something that's separating yourself from a traumatic time period. I mean that, but you know, nostalgia is just a really interesting phenomenon. It's an interesting. Idea. It's because really, when you think about it instinctually, you should want to drive forward you should really want like you should be yearning for the future but for some reason there's something wired in our head it's like i don't know it makes you kind of there's something back there that seemed like yeah. i i think it's one of those things where like i it's i was talking to somebody about this earlier today like it's kind of one of those things where you have to remind yourself that at some point you wanted everything you have mm -hmm. at this moment you know what i, I, I stumble upon posts like that sometimes and it's in it, there they are really uh thought provoking because you do sit and think and you're like well yeah but this or yeah and it's true yeah like, there's always something to focus on that can be negative but like it goes right back to that like you you always were at some point asking or wishing for some of the things or almost all the things you have now and i guess that ties right back to like yeah but It'd be nice if things were back how they used to be Man, you know yeah. like i don't know it's because like because look at us now for example like you could say we're doing things that probably younger us wanted to do. Oh, yeah. But damn, what would I fucking do to go back to those days and just jam one more time? Oh, my God. To have one more concert at Sid's. 
Dude, in the basement. Yeah. Just smoke one more one down there and write one more song. Yeah, and that's the thing is, and and there's a lot of factors that that you forget about the plan. But like we can, I can sit here and confidently say that it was easier to write and make music and be creative at that time period. And but we couldn't admit it then. That's true. We couldn't admit it then because we didn't have the retrospect and hindsight we have now. And that's the time. Bro, you know what? Now hindsight makes sense. From yeah. fucking, uh, what's the name of that band? That was uh, very similar to Modest Mouse. But, but, but also innovators of like the indie, indie music. Build to Spill? Build to Spill. They had that song Hindsight. Yeah. Dude, in hindsight, it all makes sense. It's all about, it's all about you, re- you yearn for something because you have the current knowledge. Mm-hmm. That makes it seem Fine better. Now, yeah, dude. Built to spill. Hey, they're coming to hey, Shout out, yeah. Mr. Shout out, Modest Mouse. They're coming to Casey. Speaking of page, dude. Rest in peace, Jeremiah Green. I think that's the name. Yeah, Jeremiah Green. Rest in peace, Jeremiah Green from Modest Mouse. Take it too, young man. I mean, Jesus. I was really sitting there thinking about that, and like you know, Modest Mouse will always be one of my favorite bands, but used to be one of my favorite bands in the sense that I listen to them all the time. Um. And you, for that reason, you know that I know a lot about them, and I mean, from the, the different research I've done. Dude, I remember you sending me their early tape, shit that wasn't on streaming, shit that not even, oh, like, I considered myself a, a fan fan of Modest Mouth, and you knew shit that I didn't know. I, I, I was, was like, oh, The shit that I was sending to was, like, rips of yeah, other people's dude. tapes from them playing in a basement, weird shit like that. But so you knew some cool shit. But though. from the knowledge I knew from that, like, I, you know this little document, it was like, there was... There was the Pitchfork documentary. Mm. I think Spin, I remember watching it. And then there was a there was a, like an unofficial fan made one that mm. still kind of had some cool exclusive content mm. from from their tours and like their especially from their debut album mm. from This Is a Long Drive with Nothing to Think About. Listen to this. This is a long drive for nothing to think about. That debut album when they were touring for that album in that shitty little van. Jeremiah Green was in his senior year of high school. Fuck. He's been doing this his whole life. He's 45. That just, that is the, the commitment to your craft for you wow. to, even with this little hiatus in between where they, he wasn't with them for a little bit, whatever, I don't care. Like, that was one album and actually he did other shit too. But that, from him to be uh, 17, 18 years old, going on tour for your debut album, to pass away God too soon at 45. Doing the same exact thing he, he lived set a, out to do. He lived a rough life. He lived a good life. What a pen. What he, a pen, dude. He lived his life. Literally. Yeah, that is... That's like, you see us now slowly starting to take baby steps, you know? Not just, like, in our professional lives, but also in, like, our hobbies and our careers and what we're trying to do. Right. But, like, man, 40 is way too young. But to say that for 25-plus years, you were doing it. You were, I mean, touring and writing music and putting out albums. And the albums that you put out are not no albums to write off easily, dude. These no, fucking I, albums. The Mouse Mouse, like, and, bands, and the bands are on the same time period and, and along that same, like, Pacific mm-hmm. Northwest vibe, like, set the tone for, like, I, like I, it influenced so much of, like, Midwestern music. Like, I don't know if you yeah. people really picked up on that. But, like, I mean, you have Midwestern emo is kind of like its own kind mm-hmm. of genre. Like, it's kind of like the. The melodies, so like a, arpeggio, yeah. whiny, like not even bad. Like it's, it's like, just 
it's just its own thing. Beautiful melancholy, man. Absolutely beautiful melancholy. It's that it's that fucking American football song titled "I'll Call You When We're Not Both So Emotional." That is the epitome of Midwest emo. Midwest emo is fucking good. But no, and I love it. But yeah, especially because Midwest emo is kind of like almost like a kick off after that. Uh-huh. You just saw so much influence from those, like... Yeah, because it was a raw sound. It was the... None of them were talented. They were talented in their own right. Let me rephrase that. They weren't talented on paper. Emotion. They were not... Exactly. That's why people like me, it attracted people like me. They didn't give a fuck about Icebergs sounding good. Yeah, because they didn't didn't really, like, know... Yeah. Any chords. Like, I mean, they knew chords, but they weren't, like... They knew enough to write it out. Yeah, but... Because they played jazz music... No, could they follow along with somebody who's jamming? Probably not, unless they kind I've of already knew the group. I've seen them live multiple times, and Isaac, I've watched Isaac <laughs> Brock fuck up on stage multiple times. Hey, man, but did they... But, but at the same time, I had a fucking blast at every show. So, you know, rest but in peace, rest in peace, Jeremiah, dude, that's the shit that, you know, he, he did what he loved, and, uh, you know, and you hear they're, for, they're, they're going on their first show, like, just just now, nope. this next, next coming week, yeah, without him. Which I'm sure they probably had a consent conversation. Mm-hmm. Like he would have been like, I, and I don't know this. I'm speculating, but I'm sure they probably talked and were like, he probably bitch at us if he didn't keep touring or something like that, you know? And oh, don't be fucking pussies, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that for a fact. You know, there's a lot of musicians that were, that just leave us way too soon, and oh, it's because yeah. of lifestyles. It's kind of reckless, you know, like. It really is. It's it's a it's a reckless lifestyle. Who knows what what causes demise? I haven't researched that much, but. He was young, man. He was still in his 40s, right? Yeah, he was 45, I think. That was young, and, uh, That's young. But, you know, that type of, that job wears it down, too. Yeah. I mean, they... But, you know, R.I.P. And, uh, you know, that that's only going to even further stir the pool of creative artists that are inspired by that. Because as sad as those losses are, I do feel like they accelerate... Creativity. Absolutely. Yeah. There's gonna be people out there who's like, oh, now I got it. You know, like, I got it. Yeah, like, I got it. Like, keep fucking drumming, kicking ass. He did this for 20 years. I want to do this well, for 30 I years. Do this shit. Yeah. And honestly, that's kind of how I feel as well. You know, like I've been, I've been doing this podcast for a minute now. Right. But just seeing like all the people that I look up to, just taking it to the next level, and just like looking back, and I'm like, damn, this podcast started in 2020. If I would have just kept up with it and being consistent for three years now, it could have been so much further. So it's like. It's, it takes sometimes, not that tragedy inspired me, but you know, but it takes sometimes kind of reflecting and being like, fuck, dude, I just got to do it. Because the people who we look up to, at the end of the day, they don't want to be put on a pedestal, man. They don't want to be called superstar and shit. They're just doing it. That's it. So that's the only difference between them and us is that they're just, they're consistent with it. They're doing it. They got the recognition. They made the right connections and they're there, you know, they're making records and shit. And, um, you know. We need to get back into it, man. We need to be jamming. That's another. That's another purpose for the space, guys. Actually, for uh, for those of you guys who happen to know us and maybe know us from way back in the day, we hope to maybe start making some music again. Because um, we should make music back in the day, man. And yeah. I feel like we were one of the bands in town that had potential. Because let's be honest, Kansas City. I'm about to be honest. I'm not gonna like this. Ooh. A lot of bands back in the day. You know what? There's honestly, truly one exception to that, and I feel like we've already shouted them out on the podcast before. And I know you're not. You're, you're already know who I'm gonna say. Oh, 
Do you I'll, I'll give you illustrator. I this is my callback, dude. To them, start making shit again. Start making me get us up. Bullshit. I will we'll throw a tiny desk concert in this fucking studio dude. right now, dude. Come for him right here. Was one of the most oh, lost dude. opportunities on music that I have seen in years. Honestly, years. Honestly, can't. Yeah, Anyways. I think the illustrator should have should have should take us. They should should have became something. Especially now. But the majority of the bands that we performed with, we were all really good, but we were all really amateur. You know, we had that energy. Like, we were inspired by, you know, uh, uh, movements like that from the Pacific Northwest, movements from, like, the L.A. scenes, the Minneapolis scenes, where we wanted to be indie, we wanted to have camaraderie. It's like a stage show. We just never learned how to play our instruments all the way. So it's like, we were just kind of terrible. It and was fun, though. It man. was fucking Let's tight. See, I don't care how shitty we sound. Besides the one show, there was, I was bummed after but, but, <laughs> but the basement shows, Dude. as shitty as they were. Dude, they were fun. I, and, and I come from a person who's been to other similar shows where you go and it's, you know, it is what you're, it's face value. You're getting what you're paying for. And I, I know it's not going to be the best music I've ever heard, but goddamn, are they up there the putting on a hell of a show. fucking passion. And that is shit I would happily go through $5 oh, down oh, and buy $2 beers for in a basement. Anytime. And every day. Is El Torreon even around anymore? Hmm? El Torreon? The venue that's like right off of a... Can't even I, remember. You know, I don't, I don't think so. You know what I missed, dude? I think it became like this a wedding is, venue. This really might be a place that has some badass shows. Fucking... Flashback. Do you remember Focal? Fuck. F-O-K-L over off Strawberry Hill? Yes. That was one of the most podunk DIY videos in Kansas City, Kansas. If I'm not and mis- I loved it. If I'm not mistaken, was that... Um, did Jacob Garrett have something to do with that? He did, yep, he did. Another, another gentleman gone too soon. R.I.P. Jacob Garrett for anybody else. Clear Views was another band out of Kansas City that was honestly putting out great shit. And Trapper too, actually. Trapper Vela's fucking band. Bro, Vela still put out music. Vela might still be putting out music. No, I like him on Facebook. They're still putting out music. Vela might still be putting out music. What happened to fucking Trapper? What happened to Not A Planet? Their YouTube's dead. What happened to Not A Planet? Bro. Airport Hey, shout out to motherfucking... uh, Actually, everybody from Not A Planet. From fucking Nathan to, uh, to Liam... To, um, that was dope. To, that was, oh, I, I can't remember the name of the singer, and I feel so bad. I think that was Nathan. Man, I didn't know anything. Anyways, shout out to those guys because they actually were the people I had on Facebook as my mutual friends with my landlord a couple years ago that got me moved into the loft. Without you guys, I probably wouldn't have been able to get in there because, like, who was I? Shout out to Not a Planet, dude. Shout out to Not a Planet, dude. Uh, we were in their music video. Music video, video go, go look up. I forget yeah. the name of the song, but just look for a dude in a wedding dress. Dude, uh, something with the truth, I think. Something truth. It's something truth. Not a Planet. Not go a look planet. up on YouTube. Dope ass music video. Shout out to those motherfucking guys, man. They're fucking bad. See, there was good shit coming out of this shit. Casey. Casey. This but shit where are they? It's kind of died down. Did the pandemic kill us? Well, okay, actually, let me tie back, because there are some actually really active, good, like, popular. I mean, you got Katie Gian in the drive. Or They're still going? They're still going. Shout out to them. I'm going to be in the studio. Rachel, well, and so, Rachel Mallon in the wild. Rachel turned, Mallon. They, well, because Katie Gian and the girls was another one that yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw them in Knuckleheads. Great blues rock band. Yeah, I think I know them, too. Three-girl trio. Well, three, obviously, but fantastic show. 
but there was something but, like the Philistines, I think. Yeah? The Philistines. The There's still fun music out there. Uh, the Stonecutters Union plays at Knuckleheads all the time. Stonecutters, absolutely. If uh, I ever see the if I ever see the guitars from the Stonecutters in person, oh yeah, big cut. Yeah, you just know that, man. Wait, Stonecutters or Stonebreakers? Well, so Stonecutters Union is a band that I'm friends with, but I know who you're talking about. The Stone, the, the Stonebreakers with good old Mr. Daniel Duncan. Good old Daniel Duncan. They're still, they're still playing. They go to Cody Grill. If I ever see the guitar player to Stonebreakers, correction, I don't want to fucking scare the guy from Stonebreakers. So Union. Yeah. I don't fucking know who the guy. fuck is this guy. Yeah, if I ever see you, Daniel Duncan, man, hey. Well, well we're, we're going to pull up to a show. <laughs> we'll we'll Mr. To. Duncan, we'll we're, we're going to pull up to a show, we'll and we to. promise we won't be too high. You know, um, not too high, but hey, it's right. So. Just high enough. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, dude, that's, that was good music in KC. Dude, yeah, it's just, I, I think that, and, and you know, there's still good shit coming up, but I think what, what right. a lot of people don't, under, like, one of the resources I've been leaning to, to try and really get the unadulterated, like, because... I'm kind of old-fashioned, mm. quote-unquote, for lack of a better term, in the sense I love radio. I listen to radio. radio. I love talk radio. And I know that I love podcasts, too, and audiobooks mm. and shit, but I love radio. Well, you like radio. Hey, I like radio. I like talk radio. I like listening to... I like the stations that I like because I know they'll play good music. I just... I like that. But... I can't stand it. This is a shout-out to... I you, can't stand it. Here, let me, let me fix your shit real fast. Let me tell you. Go ahead. 90.1, The Bridge. Okay. okay. They, they have... They have a no ads. All of their ads are just for them because they're nonprofit. They're it's a nonprofit organization. To way I understand, it may be just donation or subscription based, but either way, well, but you, but the radio is free to listen to. They have volunteer DJs. I actually, you can become one. I looked into becoming oh, one. Um, you can as long as they have scheduled mm-hmm. time. You can you can they'll train you and you can you can become a DJ. Okay. And it's volunteer DJs and is the most unadulterated music that you can find because it is just people bringing their music onto the board give me an example of like something so i've listened rare to and badass that you've heard of um there was one hour that was on there that was straight old and Sp- like old spanish music like old i swear to god wait what old Spanish, like 80s like spanish like music. little bookies and shit i i think i and I love that shit. On so an English radio station. And on the, same, on the same station, like, a day and a half later, in the middle of the day, you know, they might play fucking, I heard, uh, who did I hear on there? I heard Pavement on there. Oh, wow. I heard, like, and it is all across the board because it's always different people, and they're not, yeah. there's DJs. So because that everybody's their own that, kind that, of... You know, they have to have these scheduled blocks of, of pre-programmed music just because that's how it's built. That's pretty sick. So, 90.1. 90.1. Bridge. Okay, check it out right here, guys. 90.1, The Bridge from Kansas City, Missouri. If you guys happen to be Metro listeners, um, we also seem to have randomly a lot of listeners in Iceland. Oh, yeah. Iceland, hit us up. With, hit, send us the music, yeah, Send us the music. Send us the music. Icelandish bangers right now. Absolutely. Hey, hey, if you guys aren't from the U.S. and aren't from KC Mo and you got cool recommendations. All of it. You guys want to talk shit. If you guys want to give us um, other, other shout-outs, compliments. If you guys just want to donate some money, you know where to go. Oh, wait, I'll keep my wallet up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know where to go, man. But yeah, dude, this is uh, this is exciting. I'm exciting to see. I actually, I'm digging this set. At first, 
I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about the blue. I'm going to be honest with you. Just wait till we chrome and key this shit out behind this I'm, dog. Yeah, I've always been more of a fan of reds and maybe like dark greens. Never really a fan of blues, but this looks good. I like this. And like you said, once we, uh, once we chroma key it, whatever it's called, you guys won't even know it's fucking blue. You guys will probably think we're in front of like a skyscraper building and giving you guys a news in front of like your, look, look at it change right now. Did it? Boom. Maybe. Oh, hopefully. What? Hopefully. What? So look, all I got to say is thank you guys for coming back to the Urban Society podcast. How long have we been going now? Let's see. Oh, good half hour. Half hour. That's not really too I, much. No, not really too much. But um, it's been it's been awesome. Hopefully this works out. I'm gonna run back around. Go ahead and tell these people how you feel right now. But I'm gonna go see if the other uh, video camera is working. Absolutely. Those of you guys listening to just audio, listen to me walk. Closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. Call your mother. Call your mother, dude. Call your grandmother. Call your fucking grandmother, dude. Call your father and grandfather, dude. Just call your family. Just have a talk with them. Tell them you love them. And, you know what? If you're in a situation where that's not healthy, fuck them. On a crazy track. But just be careful how you fuck them. Just during the pandemic, there was a rise in a lot of weird Wear shit on Pornhub. Wear so be careful. But thank you guys for tuning in. Um, this has been the Urban Society Podcast. I am your host, Irv. This is the co-host, Ben Jammin. You guys are listening to a really fuzzy, radio static version of Something. Ooh, I think it was uh, Ozzy Osbourne's Crazy Train. Mixed with uh, Campbell Corpse. <laughs> it, was, it was a mesh of a bunch of madness. And um, you guys have been listening to the Urban Society Podcast. This is episode one of season two, season two, or depending on how I like to label, or depending on how I label this thing, it might just be episode sixty-eight or nine. It's it's got to be sixty-nine. 69. If sixty-nine kicks off season two, it's sixty-nine. That's pretty close. It's got to be. That's pretty close. It's got. It's got to be sixty-nine. So, anyways, guys, um, let me see. Closing thoughts. Closing news. What's some other crazy shit that we've heard about this year, or well, this year? Yeah, I guess so. We're a weekend. Let me see. Well, I remember actually, guys. If you if you if you guys are fans of the podcast since way back, the very first episode was actually me just kind of describing the podcast. But the first official guest episode was episode two, was seven days after the start of the year of twenty twenty, and I had recapped what twenty twenty was looking like, and that's before the pandemic hit. I remember there being like a wildfire in Australia. Oh my God. I remember uh, politically we were getting a little crazy with Ukraine and shit. And it, it was just life now compared to the two years that we just endured is nuts. So let's hope for a badass 2023. Um, a lot of blessings to come this year. A lot of badass uh, networking opportunities. Hopefully some cool sponsorships and partnerships. And, um, you know, more of us. Time. That's never a bad thing. That's it's never a bad. Thing. Unless it is a bad thing, and then no, and then and then you have to send me money on Patreon to get off. Yeah, convince me with a dollar amount that I should get off of the. Internet. We'll we'll provide the unsubscription fee if you guys want to unsubscribe. Tune in to the next episode. Um, but for now, this has been H and S Podcast Season Two, Episode One, or hopefully Episode Number Sixty Nine. Once again, I am your host, Herb Ben Jamin over here, and this is uh. 
This has been great. It's a good start. Shout out Vanya. Shout out Moss. Shout out all you guys tuning in. Till next time, we're out. Sick, dude. Right.